Welcome to the most overrated, underappreciated, most watched, underwatched podcast of all time. Welcome to the Prince of Fresh Air. Uh, It's a pleasure to do this episode. It's a little different from my normal ones. Uh, I'm welcoming a special guest of mine, a good friend I've been uh, been brothers with for 10 years now, decades since, you know, our journey in high school. And uh, I've seen his career skyrocket. Uh, to now being, you know, a star for for his own Netflix show in his own right, and uh, you know, it's an honor to have him on this podcast. And I, I want to want to introduce my man Odysseus Georgiadis to the show. How you doing, man? Thank you, brother. Thank you, thank you. It's great to be here. I'm doing amazing. How are you, bro? <laughs> Living American LA dream. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, bro. I'm glad to be here, brother. I mean, I've known this guy Percy since. Uh, uh, UA, which if you don't know, it stands for Urban Assembly School for the Performing Arts, the school we went to together in Harlem High School. Since the beginning of high school, man, we've been brothers, we've been friends. Um, it's really amazing. It's an amazing journey to uh, to grow together. Now he's in Cali. When I'm out there, I see him. God willing, when you come through, you'll you'll see me again and the the the, the bros from school. And it's just been a blessing, bro. Uh, and uh, um, thanks for having me on. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Yeah, it's it's been a good journey. And, uh, you know, so as we talk about the journey, one of the uh, first questions I want to ask you, uh, just to give a little glimpse and a sneak, te- uh, sneak peek for people who who don't know, but, you know, mm. just give uh, you know, a little, uh, some details about your journey uh, and, you know, how did you get into the industry? Um, so it's, it's, uh, uh, it's a short, long story, but. Uh, when I came to the U.S. with my brother, my mom, around age nine or so, uh, I was on the train, and uh, a model scout saw me. My brother was interested. I started with them, and then after a while, I was watching TV one day, and I was like, "Yo!" I was in Brooklyn, East New York, and I said, "I was looking at the screen, and I said to myself, one day I, I really want to,' uh, because by that time, the the modeling stuff has slowed down." Um, for like the print ads and stuff we were doing. And I was like, I was watching a commercial one day in this living room about small, it was like a one bedroom apartment. It was, it was many of us. And I was looking at it and I said, yo, I really want to start acting. I just know I can speak like them. Like it was just a commercial. But I was like, I can do that. You know, I, I can do this. Yeah, right. So, and I always, <laughs> since I was younger, uh, man, like, there's been crazy stories told to me of when I was younger and dancing on the table in front of people in, in Ghana and stuff. And I don't know. I feel that it was in me from a young age and, and God called me to this. And one day I was watching TV. I said I wanted to. And then I started to Google stuff online, just Google programs. And I found one, uh, went to it. It's called BIH Actor Studio. And at the end of it, managers, agents uh, were interested. I signed with the management. Um, uh, Shirley Grant Management and from there uh, I began I started uh, uh, bombing auditions not getting them <laughs> a bunch <laughs> of them and then eventually uh, started booking something some and then it you know slowly started to progress from commercial to to show to you know movie my first film little part little part and then you know it, it takes a lot of time so since I was about 10 years old and just kept persisting and uh, yeah, yeah, man. Throughout high school and different things, all while simultaneously, my love for music was 
the first thing, uh, my first love. So doing that as well. So it's been doing uh, both music and uh, acting since a very young age. Yeah, this is not going to be too much about me uh, this episode. But, you know, as we talk about high school, I remember, you know, uh, I remember the conversations we used to have. uh, I would ask you about, you know, how did you get your your age and and stuff like that. And and you're one of the uh, few people, if not the the one that kind of helped me get to where I am right now. And I I remember you being like the most popular singer in, in school and, and just to see your journey from from then to now, it's a uh, it's a uh, man. It, it's nice to see that man. And and that's yeah. not to say just because you now nah, you're successful or anything, but it's always yeah. nice to see that journey. Um, but it's as so we talk fun. about that, but as we talk about that journey, what I, my my second question for you would be is, you know, what is it like now? You know, going from commercials and and uh, you know yeah. national and and television. To now being the star of your own Netflix show, Trinkets. Mm. It's very, it's very, uh, it's an amazing experience. That's all I gotta say. I mean, it's, it was a whirlwind. You know, the first thing that I did was that was, um, I was there for a substantial amount of time. I was I was in New Orleans for a month shooting the perfect date, and that was the first time I was I was really. Uh, um, I just had a, a sizable role of that sort, um, and I had to be there for that long, you know, living so long on set. And it was an amazing experience, but it was work and learning to uh, to watch and to soak in from other people and uh, following instincts and and uh, following God throughout the whole thing. And it, it was an amazing experience, but it was it was just so new to me, you know, like. Uh, certain responsibilities that came along, but watching people as they did it and uh, also just being on the job and learning it, it just felt like an easy transition because I just said to myself, look, I'm here now. So all I had to do is say, uh, once I got the job, it's time to prepare for it. So I would do so much extra work. And like before I even uh, landed in the place we were shooting in, while I was still in Brooklyn, I would memorize all my lines and try to go above and beyond because I'm like, I can't be on the set like, uh, uh, uh. So, yeah, you know, I can't, I can't, I can't do that. So I think in anything in life that we do, we, we just have to focus on it, put in work. Um, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, man. And believe that you can do it because it's in you for a reason, you know, think something for good, you know? Absolutely. And, uh, you know, since we're talking about, you know, now that you're, you know, a Netflix star and you you achieved the success that, you know, you've always been achie- uh, thriving to, to get. One of the things I wanted to ask you, you know, especially in this kind of climate that we live in now with all the racial tension and, uh, you know, police brutality and stuff. Um, I want to get your, your opinions about that just a little bit. Um, you know, how do you feel about all of the injustice going on and the racial issues and and how has that impacted you as someone who is of mixed race? Mm. That's a that's a that's a heavy that's a heavy question, but um, a very clear one for me. Uh, and I, I have a lot to say about that. Um, I'd say that. 
it's just very unfortunate and we can't ever forget the lives of these people who died at the hands of evil. Um, with everything going on, with injustices, with the darkness that's currently in the world, we just have to always remember to be the light. I just want to say that the lives of black humans, they matter and they always will matter a lot. And, and let's be clear, the reason people are making all this noise and, 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 and talking truth that needs to be heard is that a young man named George Floyd was murdered by the police, as well as a young lady named Breonna Taylor and many, 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 and I can keep going on with the many's, others. It's so sad and unfortunate. You know, people, we're focusing on this because it's happening now. It's happening right now, and it's been happening for hundreds of years. And it has to stop. It's that simple. And Martin Luther King Jr. said that this world we live in is so advanced, right, in technology and advancements, and yet we can't even wrap our mind around simple human love. And morally, so many of us are infants, right? But with technology and phones and this and that, we're so advanced. But in the simple things, we seem to be degrading sometimes. So many of us. And I would hate to live in a place so rich in the outward appearance, but a desert on what's inside, what really matters. MLK said, like, what I said it. He said this in 1964 and it still applies today. And it's insane that it does. What's happening is literally like someone telling you, bro, I'm hungry, right? I'm hungry. I haven't eaten in my own life that I'm experiencing. you. You're not. I I'm hungry. And then people are telling them, nah, you're good. Food is everywhere. AKA telling them to starve. Because we all know that just because food is everywhere doesn't mean everybody's not hungry. When, when, when people that are here to protect us kill us, it's time to question what's behind that. Cops are supposed to protect and serve is what they say. But what's really going on? And I, and I have a deep-rooted feeling that it's about hate and fear for Black people. Right. And for anybody, really, who doesn't look like you. You know, the people are tired, which is why people are calling out now and telling the truth and speaking and fighting for what matters. The mothers are they're tired of losing their children for reasons that should not exist. We, we, we have to be, to be patient and share the truth continually together. And people out there who don't understand what's going on, just research, you know, because it's not a black and white thing. It's all people who want equality, goodness, you know, who, who have decency versus racism and unfair bias that is against a black person before any questions are asked. And right. humans are like this, you know, we, we do have preconceived notions, but the ones that cause evil, those notions that are false and, and that cause death time and time again and are so irrational, we got to put them to rest for good. And I know I'm, I'm like giving a, a whole speech right now, but but I feel that this is my chance to say things that I haven't before said because I've posted in bits and pieces, but there's, there's a time where you need to say a lot and there's a time where you need to say a little and there's a time for action, you know? 
Right. So many people think, bro, they think that it's, it's not their problem, but it is. And you should understand anybody out there that fighting for what is right in any field will strengthen you in standing up for what is right in any other field. You know, if, if, if you stand up for what is right in one thing, it's a slap against, it's a slap in the face against evil things everywhere. And it'll help you stand up for what is right in all the things that you face. I mean, Cynthia, stand up for what is right in all the things that you face in this life and against what is evil. People have the right to survive, you know? And in fact, I don't want us to just survive, I want us to thrive, but we can't even think of thriving when we can't even survive. Absolutely. Um, people are dying, you know? And, and you, you can't tell me that the situation in this country would be the same. You know, that, 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 that situation that happened with George Floyd would be the same if it was a white person in his position. Take a deep look within, you know, and, and look at others. And if it's not compassion within you or patience or love, then please seek to fix it. I'm not, I'm not talking about uh, just ending this war and stopping people from brutally evil you know, and killing each other. But we also must concentrate on filling that, that space that we have to empty out of evil. We have to fill it now with, with peace. And we have to sacrifice to have this peace with one another, no matter what we may believe in. I believe that we should at least, at the very least, have peace among each other and, and, and respect people's, uh, uh, ability to to be free you know and 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 live people are asking to just be able to live without someone stopping that because of hate right um and if and if you're listening to this i love you and bro you already know i love you and i just want to say we must not try defeating hate with hate, but instead, and I'm talking to everybody who even knows this is wrong, but we, we have to arm ourselves with truth and selflessness. And we must defeat it with love. We, we cannot disrespect ourselves by becoming like the people who we know are wrong, who we are against. We're against them, so why would we use their tactics and their ways? You know? Right. You know, as as we talk about racial attention and stuff, and you made a lot of good points, and you know, I mean, you race has never been an issue, um, but as someone who is half white and half black, mm. um, how does this? impact you uh not even just as an actor but just as a person like do you feel like you have to pick a side just because you are half hmm. i uh i'll answer that question i'll answer that question Bef right before um right before i finish this though let me i'll finish what i was talking about before and then i'll, I'll get to that question um Cause it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a good one. Um, 
using violence, right, even against evil is only a temporary result. And I, and I believe that nonviolence and true action towards the goal is the way, you know, not just speaking of it, but living like it and taking action besides violence to acquire this goal and to help the goal move forward. You know, because every single person, I don't care what you look like, we're all children of God. We're all, we're brothers and sisters in this human race. And we have to remember that no matter what color you are, you, you have to be okay knowing that you have been taught some lies, those of you who don't see what's going on and get education to relearn some of those things. Because when people tell you uh, what's happening and it is happening and you say it's not happening, you're sleeping. You right. feel me? You're sleeping and you're in the dark. Uh, so I just want people to not be in the dark anymore, bro. And, um, uh, and as hard as it may be, we have to, you know, like I said, exercise patience, patience, because some people have babies in certain areas of compassion and in things that they haven't experienced yet. And I believe a huge reason behind it is thinking that we're all so different, you know, believing lies that many people were told when they were younger believing it so much that you internalize it. And now we have police and people who are scared of others because of how they physically look without even knowing the person. Right. If you truly are seeing another person in front of you who bleeds, who strives, who learns, and who lives so much like you, if you want to, to see yourself in others, if you do see yourself in others, why would you do such a thing? I, I, I don't think you would. Uh, you, you you never should feel so separated from your fellow man that you're okay with watching them physically be harmed or suffer or you even being the cause of that suffering by physically doing it in that moment. You know, and for the cops who did that, right now, the only result of that, one of the results of it, besides the grieving of the, the loved one that you took away and their loved ones, there's a deep unimaginable darkness over your head now because justice will be done. And I want justice to be done in life, but there's one justice that will always be done whether you like it or not. And that's the justice after death. And God will always have his justice. And people who believe in what is right, what I'm saying is we should support our brothers and sisters and fight for what is right and the fight for equality, which is a birthright. And I'm talking about a base floor that everybody should have together as one as first, you know? And I feel like we should support black businesses and be very intentional about where you spend and use your money. And what I'm saying is to truly live what you believe in your everyday life. Um, I would, I wish people would, would, would take a moment to put themselves in the shoes of a black man or woman who might not make it home to their kids after a normal traffic stop. You know, right. think about that. Does that like for, for the people who don't see it, does that ever run through your mind that you, uh, that you might not make it home when you're stopped? Probably not. And instead of denying and just taking it personal, 
see why your brothers and sisters are calling for justice. See why people are crying out in the streets. See what's really going on and see why this country that was based on so much violence and evil, see why so much of it is still going on now. And I, and I have hope for the future. And I feel like there's so many people with a huge heart who are gonna help change the system and the situation, but we, we have to do it. We can't just sit down because like I said before, you know, a lot of darkness does not take the day off. Darkness does never take a day off. So why should the light, why should love take a day off? if the darkness doesn't. So instead of denying it and just taking it personal, see why they're calling out for justice, which all people deserve. And so many people remind me of people who can't, it's like, bro, it's like people who can't say that somebody else is talented because they think that their talent will matter anymore. Just because you say somebody's a good whatever, doesn't mean that your talent is disregarded and doesn't matter anymore. Right. It's the same as thinking that because you're saying a black life matters and will always matter and really matters, that that means that yours doesn't. It doesn't mean that. Because whether or not you admit it, it's happening, you know? And I, I guess that I want people to do research, you know? Uh, and look with love, which is caring for others in a moment where they're in pain, in a moment where you can see it happening and, and seeing how they feel and wanting better for them. That's love. Caring about your brother's well-being and not just yourself. We have to get out of greed. You know, we have so much in this country. There's so many people right now living in a way that they think is low compared to the rest of the country, but compared to the world, many people are rich here, you know? Absolutely. And uh, I believe that, and I'm, I'm gonna wrap it up, but so many people, All I gotta say is, whether or not you believe it's happening, it's happening. And I'm praying and doing and striving to do better myself, you know, myself and learning. And I'm gonna link that to your next question. Um, but for my brothers and sisters who know how wrong this is and, and even those who don't yet, Never ever think that your part in this life doesn't matter or doesn't mean a thing. Because even a small act of kindness during the day uh, matters, you know? Something small, a smile, a, a dollar given to a homeless person or more than a dollar, whatever it is. My main point is that we're all more like each other than different. And the skin is a beautiful thing. And people should see color because it was from God, you know? It, it, color is, is made for a reason. He loves diversity.
But what really defines us is on the inside, not the outside. We are all one. We live in the same house and we got to love one another. And you listening to this, whoever you are, your color is beautiful. Whatever color you are, you were made by God for a specific purpose in mind. And no matter what obstacles you face, you can achieve those dreams. Just put hard work and determination. And whether you know it or not, this truth will always hold and stand true. That nothing is impossible with God. And uh, as for me, I'm just going to try to do my part. And, and I believe everyone should. And um, yeah, Jesus loves you. I'm out of here. Is it? My man, uh, with the heavy stuff. I, I One thing I will say um is that i appreciate you speaking out about it because you know a, a lot of people feel uh people with uh, a a strong position and uh you know followers and, and stuff like that aren't really speaking out against you know the injustice going yeah. on and and i'm glad you were able to you know give uh your your, your thoughts about it even if it's even if you feel it's a long uh you know thought i think it's very important uh for someone who has that platform to speak about it and and, and i'm glad that people are able to listen to someone uh you know who who isn't viewed as a, a normal citizen if you will um talk about it but one mm. thing i wanted to ask you um personally especially with all the racial tension is like I said, because you are mixed, yeah. how do you identify yourself? Do you identify yourself as a white man or a black man? Here's how I identify myself. Above all things, I'm a man of God. And uh, I'm, a, I'm a Christian man above all. But in terms of ethnicity and race, uh, I identify myself as a mixed man, a man of mixed race and a black man and yeah that's how I identify myself at the surface level because as I told you it's way deeper than than skin but that's what I identify myself as on the surface level and but if we're being technical uh, I'm also um, a half white man and a half black man my, my mother is Ghanaian uh, West African. I was born in Ghana. I identify myself as an African man. But above all, as I said, I'm a, I'm a Christian man. I'm a man of God. 100%. And I was going to ask you this question, but uh, yeah. you made a good point. I want to ask, um, do you think because you are mixed that you, you are afforded uh, some type of um, white privilege or you have experienced, uh, you know, prejudice against you just because mm -hmm. you are, you know, have black as so, well? So I like that question. I, I wouldn't word it the same. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't word it that way, but, but I do see a privileged, um, which shouldn't be there, uh, which shouldn't be there in terms of being different than somebody who's darker than me, you know? Right. Um, and it's funny, I was talking to one of my, my, my best friends, my brother Jude, and uh, there's many things that he had to deal with in life because of 
the darkness of the skin that I didn't have to, and it shouldn't be that way. You understand? We 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 should have we should all have that kind of, uh, like I said, base level of of treatments, especially from a system as a whole. You know, the whatever system we're in, um, and even from people. You know, uh, so I believe that sadly, because of my color, certain people may view me as less of a threat, which is a horrible thing. Because you shouldn't think somebody's more of a threat based on color. Uh, and it's sad that sometimes the darker you get, the worse things may may be uh, in terms of perception of you at a base level. You know, from people, from uh, uh, white people, Latino, like all, all kinds of people, like uh, just a preconceived notion because it's sad. You know, it's very sad how it's come to the point where some some black people may even view themselves as less because of it. And anybody listening to this, your God-given color is a beautiful thing. And you have to love yourself. You have to look at yourself and say, I'm beautiful because God says love one another as you love yourself. And so if you don't properly, adequately love yourself, how are you going to love somebody else, bro? You just It's hard. It's tough. So, yeah, I, I, I definitely... And being woken up to the fact that that certain things have may have been more easy, or or not not even it may may I I wouldn't say more easy, but I would say, and it may have been, but I would say more more bias, you know, more. Yeah, yeah, because, and I w I would say that it even goes down to the way you dress, you know. Uh, and and I'm just gonna admit certain things. You know, I have a eclectic style. I have a I have a very specific style to me. You know, and how I dress may be viewed as less of a threat to certain people, and that sucks. Should not be that way. You should not say, "Oh, a person has sneakers and this," but what about when a white person has sneakers on, or a Spanish person has like what? what you you cannot base things. You cannot treat eternal you know, beings based on like uh, things that don't matter like that. You, you can't do that. You People shouldn't base uh, your style and suddenly they think that they know who you are as a person. It's just not possible. And it's unfair, you know. Um, but yes, I believe that in some people, um, they may look at look at me as less of a threat or less of certain things, um, but I will say that the things that I do experience like that are not fair. You know, it's right. not that they're right, and I feel like the same treatment I get in terms of that that uh, benefit bit of the doubt when they say, "Oh, I don't know him, so he could be this." Or he, they should give it to anybody and everybody, no matter what you look like. You know, right? Yeah, man, you you said something, and I, I'll keep it brief, but. You mentioned dress, and I know there's always been a stigma, uh, especially, you know, within the black community that, you know, as a black man, if you wear a hoodie, you're more likely to get targeted by police. And and time and time again, unfortunately, it proves that, yeah, you know, it, it, it turns out to be true. And even for me, you know, I'm one of the most uh, nice people you ever meet. 
But being a six foot three, two hundred forty pound, you know, dark skinned guy, you know, I've never experienced, uh, you know, outright racism, if you will. But yeah. you can tell sometimes that some people might feel uncomfortable, like if it's dark out and they see me walking down the street, even if I'm, you know, wearing a tank top and I got my headphones on. Mm. Uh, some people, you know, might see that as a threat. So I think that was a good point that you mentioned that, you know, it's, yeah, at least all the stuff now is starting to be addressed and, and uh, who knows what will happen in the future with this Um, because, you know, it takes time for, you know, stuff like this to, you know, actually take impact. But I'm, I'm glad that, you know, you're talking about it and, and, and that it's finally be addressed you know, across the board, not just from normal people, but celebrities, media, and even the police. Um, but anyway, you know, I want to make this, this interview too, uh, too, uh, you know, uh, you know, sad or anything like that. So I, I want to actually, you know, a little uh, serious, but lighthearted question, you know, mm-hmm. Is there a woman in your life? You know, you 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 experimented with your sexuality, or yo? All right. So before before we get into that, um, uh, I want to say that even though this these situations are happening, so it is it is sad and heavy. Um, there there are things that need to be addressed, you know, and there's hope in all of this, and there's hope whenever darkness is brought to the light, you know, uh, and that's that's my statement on that and uh had something else i forgot out i try to mention it when it comes in but no i don't i don't have a girl no <laughs> you're not you're not, you're not experimenting uh with your section you know opening doors for you know <laughs> but anyway uh so uh as <clears throat> as we talk about police brutality and stuff like that uh one of the things i did want to uh ask you uh you know it's about you know your music you know Mm. you mentioned that music is your first love and uh and i've known you since you know the beginning of time doing it you have any uh new music or you know any updates about that because i'm sure a lot of people want to know about that (laughs) uh mm. yes Yes, I, the update on music that I'd like to give is that it is always a part of me and that by God's grace is coming. Amen. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, it's really, it's really what I have to say about it. Uh, Yeah, I... We must, we must take time. We must take time with, with great things, you know? Uh, yeah. Oh, that, that, that's absolutely true. Uh, just one thing too, uh, since we talk about music, is there anyone, uh, in the business that you would love to collaborate with sometime in the future or? Um, Off top, we just have to protect Stevie Wonder at all costs, because because <laughs> he's one of the latest, the, the 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 one of the greatest treasures in music, and has been for so many decades. And 
I would, it would be an absolute wish, you know, and hope to work with Stevie Wonder one day, man. Like, yo, God willing, man. So yeah, yeah. That'd be, that'd be, that'd be, uh, that'd be dope to see, man. You, I mean, you came this far in your career already. So I, honestly, at this point, anything is possible for you. Uh, and there's nothing man, stopping that. You, Same Absolutely, thing for you, man. Bro. Same thing for you. Yeah. Um, you know, as we wrap this up, is there anything you you want to let people know about? You know, about any projects you got coming out, or anything that you want people to tune into to uh, to support you? Anything? Season two of Trinkets is coming soon. Uh, I can't say when, <laughs> but it's coming. Uh, as I said, uh, music is coming. Uh, God willing, and same thing for season two, God willing, and uh, man, I'm just excited, I'm excited for the day, I was talking to my friend, I'm excited for the day where, uh, you know, the COVID is, 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 is being under lock, and, and everyone gets to roam, roam more freely again, you know, I'm excited for that. Uh, yeah, absolutely, man. It, it's it's been a, a pleasure. We're not gonna keep this long, cause I know you got you know you're a busy man. Uh, but you know it was it was great to have you on the on the show, man. And and I'm really looking forward to season two trinkets. I know, uh, you know that's been a big thing for you, a uh, big project. Um, and um, I'm Ooh. sure everybody's all looking forward to hand some new uh, songs and, and music that you got coming out. Cause I've heard some stuff and uh, I think it's going to be even better. Thank you, bro. Thank you. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you having me, bro. And uh, yeah, I'm excited for the future, man. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm excited for the future. God is good. We're alive. And uh, yeah. Yeah, bro. I'm going to catch you. God willing, I'll see you too next time. I come to LA or you come here, either one. Um, but enough about me. I'm excited to see all what you got coming in the future, man. Killing it with the acting game. Uh, killing it with the podcast. Just killing it with being Mr. No Days Off. So uh, that's it, man. Take us out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. I, I, I... <laughs> and are you still wrestling, bro? You still wrestling? Nah. Uh, that, that, that'll that come at some point in the future. Right. But... Uh, you know you can take me in a fight. That's all I gotta say. Uh, that that's no question. <laughs> Don't worry. One day, one day, I, I'll be a bodyguard if 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 need be. Mm. Nah, bro, <laughs> I'm guarding you. What's up? Nah, nah, nah. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, and like <laughs> I said, man. Uh, you know, I have you on the show, so if my podcast don't blow up after this. Uh, you're not invited, so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's been a it's been a good episode. Thank you again, you know, for for joining me on this podcast, and I'm looking forward to having yeah. you again at some point. Some updates about the you know your new season of trinkets and uh, I'll love to be back. I love to be back, man. Absolutely, man. And remember, uh, my biggest slogan is uh, "Helping hand is a better hand," and um, we're looking forward to seeing your new projects. Thank you, brother. Absolutely, man. Take it easy. Wear your face mask and, <laughs> and, and continue being, you know, uh, a proud black man. 
at the end of the day. Yes, sir. Same Absolutely. Amen. Peace. Amen. God bless.